And before the next episode of the Yalabad podcast, a little message from Folklory, our audio service where we interview your loved ones to capture stories and memories as podcasts. Uh, now, if you're wondering what exactly that sounds like, what you're going to listen to uh, next is a short excerpt where I interviewed one of our customers who wanted to create something special for her parents. What are your earliest memories of your parents? Um, yeah, I have this very random memory of me being uh, like five and I was walking with my dad in the orphanage and um, uh, my shoelaces got untied, you know. So mm. uh, my mom, my mom is very like, um, <laughs> she's a bit of the disciplinarian. So she expects us to be very like independent uh, and do things on our own. Uh, but because my mom wasn't there, right? So my dad picked mm. me up um, and then he tied my shoelaces for me. So I thought, I remember that being like one of my favorite memories because obviously, oh, really? like, yeah, I know I should be doing it, but I felt very like, you know, yay, my dad's still spoiling me. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and, and how old were you? I was maybe like four or five, oh. yeah. Do, do you um, think he remembers the, that, that specific memory? I, I don't know. I don't think so. Like, I've never actually mentioned it before. So yeah, our folklories are typically 30 minutes in length where we will cover questions like that and, and really create something quite special. So if you've got a special occasion coming up in the next month or two, could be a birthday, anniversary, what else are Terence? What are the kind of milestones? Uh, I mean, even just to say I love you to oh, someone, true. someone that you care about. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, uh, our recording slots for March are now open. So if you order your folklory by February 29th, we can guarantee that you'll get it by the end of March at the latest. So Arish, if people are interested to find out more about Folklory, what's the best way to, to get started? Well, there's a link in the show notes, which if you click, you will chat with us directly on WhatsApp. Uh, in case you have any questions uh, or anything, you will chat directly with us uh, and we'll respond as soon as we can. Of course, if you want to find out all the other info, FAQs uh, and other details about pricing, you can check out our website, Folklory.com. But that's about it. Pretty simple. And now, on to the podcast. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Yala, ba, 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 ba. your thrice weekly podcast where we talk about the hottest news with a touch of what, Terrence? Good old humor. Good old humor, yeah. man. Uh, today we got we our first podcast of the week, but we came off a weekend where there was a lot of uh, money stuff being discussed. Uh. Yes, yes. Yeah. yeah I'm, also, I'm always very glad when we get this guest on because uh-huh. uh, I think uh, everyone really appreciates. Um, you know the the insight, the alternative insights that he brings to the table, but also because he's a real he's a real pro in this podcast space, like, Right, mm. and not everyone you know understands podcasts as well as as him, and I think that's that's what adds to the how fun how fun and how informative this conversation becomes. Yeah, correct, correct. And I mean, this is the same guest we had last year, same time, uh, to talk about the same thing. Mm. One year on, and we'd like to welcome back none other than Reggie from the Financial Coconut. Yeah. It's our third year running, actually. Oh, third year running? Yeah, running. bro. Oh, shit. Uh, but, but I cannot remember what happened the first year. <laughs> the uh, first, which was the one we did at 2 Parter? 2022. Oh, so that was, that was the first, first one? Year. The first yeah. one. Yeah. Right, then 2023 yeah. was uh, Lawrence. Yes. Yes. Right? Yeah. Oh, so first one was Sugar, Sugar Daddy, Daddy Hang. Uh, yeah. And then Lawrence. You have a uh, name for him? Don't have yet. Okay, we'll think about it. We'll think about it. Yeah, yeah. And then this our third year running, bro. Lawrence again. The last time Lawrence will be doing it? I don't know. I don't know. No, but next year. Yeah, probably. probably. Yeah, yeah. Then you won't be doing it. Someone else will be doing it. Who do you think will be doing it? Oh, yeah. We don't know. Yeah. Who feels like can do it? 
Oh, finance minister. Yeah. It's not easy. Uh. This is a difficult speech. Uh. I mean, isn't like the Alvin Tan also in, he's a... He's in the running. Uh. He's in minister, he's in the finance, but he's a... Mm. I think he's... Uh, what, what, do you, what do you call the junior minister in finance? Second minister. Second, oh, second yeah, minister. Yeah. <laughs> junior minister. <laughs> 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 yes. We talk about politics. Yeah, yeah. Then. Hey, 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 bro, isn't this like your wheelhouse? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it's a wheelhouse. It's so you many. You talk about senior S- minister of yeah, state, yeah, so yeah. go junior minister of state, is it? I'm past 40 already. I mean, their age, they're... They, they need to give me money to start upskilling and you know improving my not yet, uh, not cognitive yet. Me, skills me, and me, 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 so yeah. don't 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 judge me for forgetting stuff. <laughs> uh, that's right. Correct not, correct not. Yeah, yeah correct, correct. Uh, but actually, yeah, but talking about financial coconut lah, mm-hmm. like what what's been up since uh, the last time you were on? Uh, you know, I'm actually amazed that you guys are still doing three episodes a week. Oh, is it? <laughs> In amount of output is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, like it's it's just been hard, lah. So, mm. so we kind of like shrunk a little bit, you know, do some stuff, just optimize what sells, or uh, okay, right. Okay. So yeah, now you have two shows. Yeah, two shows running. Yeah, which is so, what are the two shows? Wise and Shine, which is about personal growth, personal mm. development. So mm. all the mental health budget can come, lah. Right. Yeah, so, yeah, so, yeah. so that's that. And then yeah. the other one is Chills with TFC, essentially interview series. You know, talk about the big and small finance and all that, lah. I see. Right. Yeah. So essentially, I killed everything that did not sell. Oh, really? ah, <laughs> so I kept whatever that sold uh, because this is the ah, reality of the game right yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, but the direction is still like um, the same right personal finance yeah I would say I would say it's still the same you know but I think we have gotten a little bit of traction in the whole like budget discussion policy uh, like this year I have a few like speaking gigs oh, 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 bro I could level up say right so, so, power, yeah, yeah. So, so that's 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 quite nice I think we've gotten found some footing mm. yeah because it's quite a crowded space uh, if you think about it there are a lot yeah. of people doing all sorts of finance content Yeah. so yeah just, and I think like finance personal finance is probably more on the minds of people than ever before. Given every discussion is about rising costs, inflation, economic recession, you and be, stuff you, like that, right? Actually, I challenge that notion, you know, because I think the people that really care about personal finance are the people that have finance. Mm. Uh, right because then they're, they're thinking like oh what can I do next how do I plan forward you know what are the opportunities blah 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 yeah. right because we we surveyed the guys right so we kind of know like okay where are they uh, know? and the people that uh, you know are kind of like tightening our belts right so mm. things are difficult uh, they don't care about personal finance they just care about surviving I see. Mm. Right, it's a different, it's a very different perspective, lah. Right, uh. they will not think of like, oh, how can I plan my budget? Or that, or that. Just trying to make ends so meet. So, would right, you say right? that the people who are still, I mean, trying to make ends meet, they think about finance, but in a very different way, like uh, more the cost, not about yeah, maximizing. Yeah, I, I would think, like. I would think more people are just thinking of like trying to get by, right, mm. and very, very understandable. Yeah. Right. right so yeah. I don't. I do think there's some differences because you will not tune in every week to the financial coconut if you don't have money. I see. Uh, right, so that's kind of my thought process around it, lah. So, yeah. so has that informed yeah the way you structure your show and everything? Yes, right? yes, it has a little oh, bit okay. of that, you know. Uh, but I know, I know. Shout out to all our listeners. Uh, I haven't been doing a lot of investment focused content mm. <laughs> because it's a bit hard to do those things, you know. And nobody really buys those things, so that's a different discussion. Mm. Uh, but yeah, people have been asking, lah. So some of the listeners they do feedback, lah, because. Previously, we were doing more, right? So, yeah. they're kind of expecting all these things. Then now, you kind of downsize. So, people yeah. will be like, hey, you know, why you're not doing that anymore? I see, I Yeah, see. so you just kind of wait, 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 give us a bit more time. I close oh, okay. a few more deals, then I'll come back and uh, invest in those things, yeah. So, so when you say that you focus on like budget and, you know, that, that you know, politics, policies in some way and all that, you mean you're going more towards like, um, yeah, commenting on the economic policies and, and politics in particular in Singapore and things like that, lah? Uh, I don't think I think so I think so I, w- I would say so yeah maybe not like politics full on okay, you know okay. like sometimes people still feel like the 
the the jitters in the team. Like, Y'all really want to talk about this? You uh-huh. know, so it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we're not yellow bud, right? That's why I'm on the show here, yeah, so that right. I can say whatever yeah. I want to say. That yeah. I cannot say at TFC, right? Yeah. It goes, man. So yeah, that's kind of that's kind of what it is. So we're not like fully political political commentary, but okay. we do try to like break down the the policies just to get get some clarity lah because as with all politicians side they will market something right yeah to tell yeah. this mm. tell this but then like what does what does the policies really look like and what does it suggest okay who does it work for I think that's kind of where where I'm thinking of more law so um, so were you excited leading up to budget twenty twenty four uh yeah, I would say I'm excited. Yeah, mm. I'll be more excited if a sponsor came in. <laughs> yeah, so but but it's it's just fun, like it's just one of those things like every year you gotta do it. And the yeah. SEO is super supportive during this period. Who? The SEO. Oh SEO. Yeah, SEO yeah, yeah. is our good friend during this period, right? Yeah. So yeah, it's, it's just helps the network, helps the traffic. Everything. So it's like a yearly milestone, you all like plan yeah. around it and we all do, that. We do, we do. We plan two months ahead, bro. Oh, yeah, shit. Then, then we'll track, we'll have some sort of a general idea of what we're trying to do mm. and then you track parliament speeches. Kind of wow. get, get a good sense of it. La. So we, we actually had a watch party, bro. Watch yeah. party? Yeah. <laughs> the, the whole team streaming on Zoom and then just kind of like, okay, and then there was like a notion board. It's like, hey, this, blah, 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 blah. So everything was just kind of like getting jotted uh, down. Dude, and then, you should make that yeah. an event, man. I think people will join yeah okay next year we do together can okay then we provide live commentary yeah, yeah live commentary <laughs> yeah yeah okay, live commentary okay yeah yeah can, can, can yeah. we go and listen to the budget in parliament can so, I? then you then, cannot do live commentary oh, yeah, there, yeah, you <laughs> you know, actually I don't know whether you can but you can't do yo, uh, it's parliamentary sitting right? it is right? I think you can. Yeah, it's a parliamentary yeah. sitting. Oh. So technically, you can. Uh, parliamentary yeah. sitting, oh, you can go in. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, true. Yeah. Uh. We, but see, yeah. Maybe yeah. next year, we try it. Next year, yeah. we see, we see. Because very hard to monetize. Uh. No, but no big brands really want to sponsor. Oh, you really budget. financial coconut. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Bro, I learned already this <laughs> thing. I learned already. Because you, firstly, you cannot get the foreign banks to sponsor this thing. Uh, considered uh, political, right? On yeah. some level. Then you get the local financial institutes to sponsor this, right? Then they all like, mm, I am not sure lay politics or that, right? So I get it, like, I get it. Everybody want to be brand safe, right? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it's okay. We do our own event. We monetize it. Okay? Can. Ground up. Can. So okay. see you all next year live. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll do it. Ground so up. that means your whole weekend also was spent on the budget. La. Yeah, bro. No Ed Sheeran concert. <laughs> <laughs> Saturday afternoon we were just watching it and then like at night there was like meetings and then people were just writing uh, producer were updating wow. the questions resending out to the guests we were recording the next morning mm. yeah and then turn over the weekend Monday pop it went out so pop. yeah first episode out this morning wow, so, so why uh. well, why specifically for you is it so important uh, you know to really break it down for your audience huh? like why mm. like you were saying about like you think that a lot of people are more concerned about survival rather than you know really about they're having money to invest and all. Mm. So why is it for that group of people like concerned with survival that this would be very important? Uh? Uh, to be fair, if you're concerned with survival, right, then government policies make an even stronger impact on your life, right? Mm. Like like with skills futures, you know, with some of these like um, incentives that, that are being built, right? Actually, it, it impacts the middle class the most, mm. right? In, in a very significant way. The government, you know, they care about the rich in a sense of like, how much they can tax, right? But mm. they don't really care about like distributing things to the rich, right? Yeah. So, so I think that's a that's why I, I think we wanted to talk more about it. You know, when it comes to this aspect, right? Generally, I like it lah. Right? It's one of those things that is like kind of like borderline political, and then I can still talk about it in a finance parameter, right? So, kind of mm. fit the brand. Yeah. We, we we care about it. A lot of the people on the team care about it, mm. right? And and let us not forget, you know, uh, depending on how policies are set, it affects everything. Right, mm. your property tax, your property prices, you know, as much as there's some sort of a market out there, it affects uh, how, how the market 
moves, mm. right? Labor, mm. everything, right? Yeah. So policies are, are one of those things that, yeah lah, it's, it must go beyond the ang pao lah, right? You mm. cannot just look at, <laughs> watch those listicles. Oh, these are the ang pao you're going to get, right? And then, the and then, 60 ways. Yeah, yeah. yeah so, the and seven, then, yeah. So, and then, then that's all, right? Yeah. But but actually, the other things are, are more important, right? Mm. In my view, a lot of the other things are more important. Yeah. So over the weekend, how would you describe your feeling after this budget compared to the previous few years? Oh, I think this year, after they tax more last two years, this year a bit more like, a bit more giving. Oh, more okay, giving, a bit more uh, giving on uh, some uh. level. I think that's the tonality that's going out. Uh. But also, it's, um, I feel like it's a bit more of a change. Like the change is quite big, okay, at least from the labor front. Uh. This year, mm. there's no big wealth taxes, right? So remember mm. previously, we were talking about taxing supercars, you know, taxing the houses, property, everything. So there are yeah. no big changes on that front. Mm. But I think there is a very big, shift in terms of uh, working professionals mm. you know like the whole skills future thing you know now yeah. you can go back poly bro you know study again you know mm. whatever <laughs> you know yeah, do, yeah. do all that so I think there's there's more of that that I thought was like oh quite interesting because it kind of runs counter with like we want to get 2 to 3% GDP growth mm. for the next decade because that's the narrative that you open with right oh this is our growth target for the yeah. next 10 years yeah. mm. then why you need to expand all these things now right that means on some level the market is saying that uh, I think a lot of people lose their jobs, mm. right? So meanwhile, while you lose your jobs, then at least you can go back and study, you know, you get paid in some ways, you have some sort of allowance. So you yeah, can manage society in some ways. At least that's kind of how I looked at it. I didn't yeah. see it as like, well, rosy, you know, you can study again, you know, that yeah, yeah, type yeah. thing. I was like, why now, right? Yeah. Like, why this? That means in the next two, three years, you'll likely see a lot of people that are middle or lower, you know, that will lose their jobs. Mm. So you're, you're sort of, Reading the tea leaves a bit. Like, I mean, we said the context is like Lawrence Wong is about to take over as mm. Prime Minister soon. Uh, election, maybe election year, maybe early next year, whatever. Um, and you also, the, the third thing is basically a lot of people are going to lose jobs. Lah. That's, that's what you're saying that you're reading from. Uh, that's what the parameters are lah, out there. I think so. I think so. And I can stand by that. Right? Mm. I think so. Mm. Because I, I have two assumptions. My first assumption is the Singapore government of the day still don't believe in the welfare state, right? That's not mm -hmm. mean I believe in it, but they don't believe in it, okay? Yeah. And uh, they finally talk a little bit about some sort of uh, unemployment, you know, scheme of mm. some sort, you know, but the name very long, I cannot even remember. <laughs> mm. Transitioning something, something involuntary retirement. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, a very important. long, long line. They haven't decided. The comms guys haven't decided. Mm. Uh, what's the <laughs> ultimate words to use? So finally, they're entertaining that. There are no details yet. Probably mm. in a few months, you'll start to see that. You know, at the same time, then there's an expansion of like going back to school, you know, yeah. like giving you all this skills future credit, you know. So fundamentally, it means that they still don't want you to sit around. They want you mm. to do something. Um, and if that's the case, if I suddenly expand all these things, then on some level, I am forecasting that a lot of people, you know, will lose their jobs. Mm. Wow. Right. So that's kind of my, my thought process around it. Right. Mm. And not the not the senior or high level working professionals. If you all read the MOM report, right, be mm. before the parliament before this budget speech, mm. the median income for university grad in Singapore is eight thousand something. Mm -hmm. Okay, so mm. that's the median. Uh, so everybody add together the fiftieth person in the fiftieth percentile is about eight thousand. This is plus. not fresh grads, like not fresh grads. Yeah, all the all, all the degrees, all the degrees. So run of the mill degree holder about 8,000 plus, right? So on some level, the policy is not targeted at these people. 
Yeah. Right. They're doing good. They're making well. Why would you take a pay cut of three thousand? You know, of like two three thousand to go and study in a poly. Mm-hmm. You won't want, right? Yeah. Yeah. So it's targeting at people that are earning maybe like four plus five. You know, like the working professionals that mm. maybe work in SMEs. You know, or work in some of the operational elements of a MNC that's not yeah. making the very very big numbers. You know that government is probably trying to say that hey you know looks like your jobs are going to kena very soon mm. why not meanwhile take the benefit go and study and yeah. see whether you can pivot into somewhere else that's kind of mm. how I, I look at the message la. so uh. so then but the jobs being taken is not just all AI la, right no it's la, what no, no. Uh, increased competition from uh, foreign talent or uh, <clears throat> I think it's actually I do think a lot is AI, AI driven yeah. right mm. like I mean, like, even my guys, we don't really write everything on our own anymore, right? The mm. AI kind of settle a lot of yeah. those things. You just key in the prompts, they change up some of the stuff. You just need to fact check whether is it accurate and it goes out already. Yeah. Right? So what used to probably take like three days to write, right? It's like, just like maybe two hours, mm. right? Mm-hmm. So the kind of volume they can create is much higher, right? So so a lot of these things will, will all get optimized, uh, right? So mm. I feel like companies will be increasingly incentivized to optimize some of these processes, AI, right? right? So use AI, you know, and it's getting easier and easier. In the past, maybe you need to be a coder, right? Now, a lot of the prompts, it's just like texting your friend, right? Even <laughs> to write code, you can use Yeah, exactly. Uh, no code, right? So, yeah. so, so a lot of these things are just kind of like making it easier. Mm. So all the people in the middle, you know, they are just more operational. Uh, I do think a lot of their jobs will be will be on the shopping block. Mm. Yeah, that's not what the government says, uh, just to be clear, mm. but this is how I read it. Right, so the people that make four five thousand, they were they will be relatively okay to take that three thousand allowance to then go and study and then take a pivot. So your pain is not so bad, mm. right? So I think that's kind of it's kind of hard. Uh, provided you're forty, uh, And Lawrence say if you're not forty, wait forty, uh, you get your turn soon, turn. right? Mm. So because, because the, yeah. the the things around that is that there's a four thousand dollars skills future top yeah, up, yeah. And then the thing about that three thousand allowance, if I recall, it is for up to two years. Mm. You can get. Three fifty percent of your previous income up till three thousand mm, mm. to study la. That means essentially you're not working, you're studying, but you can still get an allowance. Yeah, yeah, right for two years. Yeah, which is quite substantial. Substantial. La. It is essentially the government saying that okay, it's painful. I know. How about I pay la? I pay some. You go mm. and study. Mm. Right. So it, it solves a few problems. It solves the people that involuntarily retired because they, you know, the their skill set is no longer relevant. Mm. It solves the situation of like, okay, so so many people suddenly, you know, if they lose their jobs, if they lose their jobs, what's gonna happen to them? You don't want them on the streets, right? You want them to mm. still kind of still be around and feel like it's okay, not so bad, you know, tarik tarik. And the economy is not good for the next two years. Most recessions, the longest recessions last about three years. Mm. Right. So you should have enough time to kind of like like get it back. Right. So mm-hmm. I don't think I don't think it's bad. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Were you surprised <clears throat> by a policy or I am actually like quite surprised. Uh. Right. I'm actually quite surprised. Wow, this is a big expansion, you know, from a social, you know safety net kind sa- of thing. Yeah. I, I think it's a social safety net. I look at it as a social safety net. Mm. Yeah. And on some level, um you don't want to overspend such a cost inflation, right? I yeah. think Vivian said it. You know, candidly, one of Vivian, much our friend, huh? mm, Vivian B, yeah. Vivian B, uh, yeah, Vivian bro, B. yeah, one of our friends. Uh, he said it while you know, in one of the speeches previously, he's like, everybody knows that if you spend too much, it causes inflation, mm. right? I mean, like most of the people that are in the space will know, but it's, it's quite candid for somebody of his stature to you know, like say that, mm. right? So fundamentally, if you want to spend on the people, but you don't want to cause inflation, what's the best way? Spend at the education institute, lah. Mm, right then you mm. spend there then it ends up as an endowment fund for like Tomasic Poly or like Singapore Poly 
Yeah. Right. Then it will not cause uh, runaway inflation in the open markets. It will just mm. be in the endowment fund. But mm. they didn't say what uh, fields that you can study, right? I, he did have one caveat, there right? Is na- they are narrowing, right? Are so narrowing, you cannot yeah. like do $4,000 like coffee course. <laughs> <You know? laughs> <Yeah>. No $4,000 <laughs> coffee, baking, all that, all don't have, right? Yeah. yeah so I think the $4,000 will go into, you know, so-called uh, career, Employer, employability, yeah. skill set yeah. type of thing. So, AI, like, basically AI. Like. And, and maybe like some database management, you mm-hmm. know, uh, some calculator stuff, you know, some of those things. Uh, and I think you will you will pick it up in polytechnics uh, or like mm. some of the ITs, uh, right? So I I think if I am gearing the policy, which we will get more details soon, you mm. know, I think it will it will end up most of the money will end up in these places. Mm. Yeah. So that's kind of how I looked at it. All. But you guys like all used up your skills future and everything. <laughs> I think I used part of it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you also maxed out already? Or? No, part of it. Yeah. yeah. Same, same I've done like one course. What, yeah, one yeah. course? I think like some long ago, like, like drone uh, drone videography related or something like that. Like. Oh. Learned how to, you know, use drones to, mm. to film stuff and all. <laughs> I did like a... That's quite good, yeah. la, bro. At least you're in the industry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it's still in the industry. But, but what you're saying is that I can't like, I want to save money on, on say, servicing my icon. I go and take a SkillsFuture course on... Unless you plan to become an aircon service man. <laughs> hey, I no, be, but he's saying that. No, cannot, I, like, I won't be surprised that that could be a thing. Eh? Could be, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah because yeah. that is employable. Yeah. 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 Employable, but then doesn't prep you, prep you for the prep you for the next uh, wave of like AI taking over. So job. then it comes down to how narrow. Yeah, like, how narrow is being Because the, I did my skills feature on a home, home like uh, a certification to sell food that you make from home. Oh, I went with my wife. Yeah. And then like, I don't know, like, in some way, does that class classify as making me more employable if I want to go into F&B? Yeah. Don't so, know, right? So, so those are the things that you got to wait for the policy to come out, right? Uh, and, and then they'll probably refine over the years. Finally, it's AI. Fundamentals of AI. Yeah. Advanced AI. <laughs> no, like, cannot be, everything is AI, la, right? But, uh, but, you know, I think I think there'll be some of those things. La, right? Mm, but as to the exact details, nobody knows. Yeah. But what is interesting is depending on how the government scopes it, then it also indicates where they foresee other growth areas, right? Mm. Because that's what they're trying to get people to do, right? So yeah, that you can yeah. transit. So if they open up this lane, then they are scoping that this lane will be a growth area mm. right, that you can explore. Yeah, something like that. La. That's kind of how I looked at it. La. So reading the tea leaves, uh, you're saying that it's they probably scope a lot of things related to AI technology and all that. Probably, probably. Uh, you know, all the care economy, some uh, of the yeah, green yeah, thing, the which they have been talking for yes, a while, yes. right? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah fella, I think I think that will be the lanes. It would unlikely will be other things, lah. How about right? mental health? Like, there's a big thing about mental health mm, that Lawrence mm. Wong recently spoke about. Right? Mm. Uh, yeah, I think I think there will be some of that, you know. But mm. but but mental health professionals take more than two years at a poly program oh. to become a professional. So cannot become counselor, la. You can't upskill. I think mm. it takes four years la, at least. Uh, or, okay, okay. Or and then, I think even psychiatrists, I know up to a few years ago, you. You needed a master's to yes, actually practice. to practice. So I yeah, don't know what, what like has that. changed. They'll probably have a finer breakdown of it. But yeah. probably it will be something. Yeah. You know, early childhood development. Yeah. You know, some of the past few years type of things that have been discussed, mm-hmm. I think it should all be part of the skills uh, array. Yeah. Yeah. But I do see one big thing. Like, they, it's, it's, you know, they're encouraging people to go and study for diplomas, like, right? But I think ITE students specifically get like uh, a very, very much bigger like CPF top up or grant or something mm, like that mm. la. but not for like poly or, mm. or even like or degrees and whatever la, right why do you think the focus on uh, ITE students per se la? like I mean at the end of the day is in ITE they learn a lot more practical mm, technical mm. skills la, right 
is that is that you know like people are saying that in Singapore we always care about the we don't care about the heart, the heart. We yeah, care the about heart the brain, work, right? right? Only the heart yeah, work, yeah. yeah. Mm. Is that you think there's a sort of a shift in that, like emphasizing the importance of those people who are without those skills? Actually, I, I think there's some level of that, but my bet, uh, when I look mm. at it, it's more like we're trying to keep more people in the schools. Ah, Right, okay. because the economy is a bit wonky, uh, we're not uh, sure what's going to happen. So like, you know, oh, you 40 plus, you you know, maybe you lose your job, maybe you feel like, oh, this is damn sian, very jaded, you want to change something else. Okay, yeah. you go back to school, you tarik first. Yeah. You know, you, you spend some time there, right? Mm. And if you're in the ITs or in your polis, you know, then you, you, you can study a bit more, stay a mm. bit longer, right? And I then, see. And then, maybe specifically for the IT students, then the government want to incentivize you to do another two, three years in the poly, la, right? I think mm. three years, right? Or two years. Oh, I think you can offset yeah, one year, yeah. la, maybe. Yeah. Right? So do a bit more and then at the end, still give you a candy, right? 10,000, mm. right? So that's kind of the situation. La. So my thought process is more like, okay, economy is not, don't look too rosy. Mm-hmm. Um, government wants to, you know, kind of stimulate the economy a bit at the yeah. same time, uh, manage the social tensions that, usually comes out from a bad economy you see yeah. all over the world yeah. right mm-hmm. so what do you do uh, get people back to school mm-hmm. change the internet wire yeah. <laughs> you know all those things right yeah so mm-hmm. now the internet is 10 GB right so, yeah. so a lot of these things are kind of like upgrading works when the markets mm-hmm. are not so good then the state comes in to, to spend on it la. there was one point where he said he like there's the part of the social compact right mm-hmm. is to uplift everybody la, yeah. right uh, including people at all ends of the the uh, workforce, la, all mm. spectrum. Mm. But then they still predict that the economy, the GDP will grow by like 1% to 2%, right? Yeah, that's the part that I found a bit like... So, yeah, so that's why if, if okay, like reading between the lines, and of course, this is all like our own uh, analysis. Yeah, it's right? all analysis. Uh, yeah, all we, we own, will get more information as it comes yeah, up. Yes. That if there's expectation that, okay, maybe the job market might be tight, more people need to be studying, then the GDP growth is coming from a certain few pillar industries. Finance, tech, probably. Manufacturing. No, not the, the semiconductor. Yeah, semicon, right? finance. Yeah, maybe, maybe more of that. Finance, probably. Mm. Yeah, when the world is messy, which is which is what's happening, money will flow somewhere. So yeah. money will have to decide where it flows to. And, and uh, Singapore finance is boom yeah, time. Uh, so yeah, it's boom time, right? Like mm. I have friends who are getting hired for mid-office, back-office roles, you know, it's like, why would finance hire mid-office people? Finance is everything about sales. You know, mm-hmm. like the mid-office guys are essentially your people that kind of like process the information, do your KYC, you know, mm-hmm. get the thing approved, you know, all the people in the middle. These are the people that you only hire when business is good. Mm-hmm. There's a lot to right? do. Right, there's a lot to do. Uh. A lot yeah. of people want to clear, a lot of KYC to do. Then you hire them. So a lot of my friends are, are experiencing hiring booms in oh. finance, right? So that means finance is good as to exactly how good not sure, numbers will wait and see, mm. right? So, in other words, some sectors will do well, some sectors will not do so well. Yeah. And then you, 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 you as the government try to kind of manage this lah. So, the people that are doing well, then okay lah, all the best, tax you more, you know, or something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> then the people that are not doing so well, then you want to provide some sort of a structure to So, to then why did you it. find it odd that the, there was still a forecast of GDP growth? I find it odd because, yeah, love, exactly like what you said, la, right? Like, if you think, like, the economy is not going to be so good, you want to get people to go study, then why you forecast a growth, right? Then the, the only reason in my head is probably because finance is doing very well, no? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you can kind of manage that for yeah. a while, you know, kind of like, you know, hold it for everyone, you know, uh, hard carry, right? But Because, uh, like, what do you do said? Do people still use hard carry? I, you know, like Gen I, Z has a different language. Right? Uh, you know? Tristan, hard carry can. Uh. Hard carry can. Uh. You, okay, you okay, get okay, it. Okay, uh, Tristan, yeah, so, fi- uh, Tristan, 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 T
Because, like, I mean, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but this year also, I, like what you said, right, there wasn't any new increase of, like, oh, extra tax, extra mm. EBSD, mm. extra. So, no real indicator of, based on the financial policies of income generation like, for the government, right? So, I mean, it's really just the sectors that they feel are doing well. Like. I mean, GDP takes into account the, the overall transactions, yeah, overall. Right? not so much the, the tax. It's, mm. it's two different things. Right? Yeah, so, yeah, it's yeah. GDP first, then we, we kind of tax on it, right? Ah, I see, yeah, I see, I see. so, but, but you can say, you can say that because the government really taxed my past yeah, two years, they really yeah. set out the infrastructure, they're trying to gather information on how it works, you know. Cannot every year change the tax code, right? Yeah. <laughs> every year change the tax code, very scary, you know, this government. Yeah. So yeah. after you set out already, then you wait, you see a few years, yeah. you know, because businesses are not idiots also, right? Humans are also not idiots, right? So mm-hmm. if you think it's too hard, you will move. Business mm-hmm. thing is too hard, they will move. So you give the market maybe two, three years, kind of yeah. like, then you know, it's so, all oh, okay. So this is the new normal, yeah. Mm-hmm. right? Yeah, it's kind so, of where it is. Uh. So mm-hmm. funny you're all talking about that, lah, right? Mm-hmm. Do you feel that, I, I felt like the last couple of years, the budget, there was a lot more discussion about how to, you know, say tax the rich or, mm-hmm. you know, extract mm-hmm. more value of them or, you know, inequality in society, blah, blah. This one I felt like didn't really have that kind of like connotations to it, lah, where it's about not say punishing, but it bit, felt, sounds a bit more punitive for people moving a lot of money in and out. Lah. Mm. Is that do you think that what why do you think that's the case? Lah? Is it um is it really like they that that's the biggest concern for them now, like uh, keeping the masses employed or or is it as a lot of a lot of online chatter is saying lah, is that Singapore is is losing its shine as a place to park your money and as a hub and global hub for a lot of different things. Lah. You know, like a lot of big MNCs are moving HQs away from here because it's ex- expensive and things like that. Uh, well, what's your your feel of it? Lah? Okay, this one, you you need more exact data, right? Because okay. uh, it's all sentiment-driven at this point in time. You know, so everybody will say what they want to say, right? But I think there are, there are a few things that particularly for what you've set up, uh, mm. we could highlight. Number one is the government openly admit that they actually wanted to target only 7% of property owners, the top mm. 7%, you know, because they wanted yeah. the property tax to come from there. Mm. You know, in the end, based on their tax structure, they targeted about 13% of the overall thing. So, and and that's why they are shifting the annual value, right? So, they shift the annual value. In mm. other words, the property prices now uh, have a higher band, right? So, mm. you, you've mm. got to your value got to be higher to pay the same amount of tax, mm-hmm. right? So in other words, they're trying to adjust that a bit. But at least that's an open admission that this when is did the they wealth tax in the in the speech. Oh, in the speech. Uh, okay, so okay. we want to we want to uh we wanted to target seven percent, but in the end mm. we targeted thirteen percent, right? Lawrence yeah. said it, right? So in other words, it's a direct admission that this is a wealth tax, mm. right? Like we are recognizing that we only wanted to tax the rich in the property landscape, at least for the non-owner occupied property mm-hmm. you know that we, we talked about previously right so I think I think that's that's one thing yeah as for um, whether companies are moving out so this is a rich right rich people may not have companies right? they come here set mm. an entity they don't do anything right? they just mm. put the money here invest in Indonesia buy Vietnam whatever you know so yeah. they just yeah. operate off here they're not doing anything so so that is one type of wealth mm. uh, the other type of uh, more like businesses right mm. that, that's it's mm. two different discussions mm. right? so from a business standpoint I think the government is a bit more anxious Okay. Even discussions leading up to the budget, you know, like the whole, I think the Minister of Sustainability and Utilities, Grace uh, yeah, Graceful, right? Mm. Graceful also, she was a bit more defensive when it comes to like water terrace and some mm-hmm. of these things, you know. So, so and, and it's true because a lot of our, you know, utilities and water is actually for industries. Yeah. They consume more than, way more than us. Yeah. Right. But we kind of, 
because we cannot compete on water, we cannot compete on land mm. and human, then we try to compete on other things like, on some level. So that we, you don't make it so simple like like package deal, right? Mm. Uh, you cannot so clear cut, you lose everything, right? Some yeah. some lower, some higher. Mm. It's very hard for the company to evaluate whether to move, right? Mm. So I think there's, there's, there's a little bit more concern there. You know, even with the BAPs, the, mm. the whole new, uh, uh, you know, they're, they're essentially implementing some sort of a tax code on that. Mm. Uh, I think it all, all will take some time to see how it plays out. Yeah. Okay. But importantly, Lawrence finally changed the tune. Mm. For a long time, it's always, oh, Singapore very chalat. Nah. You know, we don't have natural resources. Nah. You know, yeah. you don't work hard. Nah. People going to eat your lunch, nah. right? Mm. Yeah. But this time, he said that, oh, our lunch not so easy to eat. Nah. Right? Mm. I mean, not, not, not in that sense. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right? So he actually went on to talk about like, how Singapore is where it is over the course of, you know, so many, so many years. You know, we built our competitive edge, blah, blah, blah. So this is a narrative shift. You know, it's, and it's part of the opening, I think the early parts yeah. of the budget discussion, which I thought was like, oh, that's interesting. Because if, yeah. for the long time, I was like, if we are so weak and wonky, why would we want this system? Mm, right? Mm, so mm. finally, these narratives have shifted to say that actually we are quite good. Right? Yeah. We got our own strengths. Right? We are not so easy to compete with, but there are all these uncertainties. Let yeah. us do this, this, this. this right? So yeah. to me, it's like, oh, this is a narrative shift. Oh, so you mean it's less, yeah, it's less about we are tiny red dog. Yeah, we, need to... we, jala, we must work yeah. very hard, you know, yeah. uh, we got no resources, but they think no so more, the whole discussion owning, gone. Owning we owning the yeah, Singaporean yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like, we are actually where we are, we got our own strengths, you know, not so easy to compete with us, blah, blah, blah. So I was like, eh? This is a different yeah. narrative. I've never mm. heard this. I mean, yeah. I mean, just just on a slightly related note, over the weekend I was reading uh rumors online, right? That actually Taylor Swift uh has an exclusive deal with Singapore mm. to keep all her concerts here. Like the exclusively in Asia. Yeah. It's a there's an article out there. And I won't be surprised. And yeah. uh it's it's to a tune of millions of dollars per per night, yeah. you know, mm. that is paid for by, you know, someone, some entity in Singapore, right? Yeah. And so the idea is like, I think that a lot of the discussion there was like, wow, like how did Singapore pull this off, like, right? Mm, to mm. get someone to just say, I will only do like six concerts in that Singapore. That means Taylor or, Swift not very wealthy. Uh. <laughs> Although she has 150 million. Dude, Taylor you know, Swift not very wealthy. Not very wealthy. Oh, not very wealthy. Yeah, yeah. Can, like, can be bought. Can be, can be bought. Oh, yeah. Can be bought. But I think the... Yeah, Malang, I feel like the Swifties going to kill me already. Uh, possibly. Say, yeah, yeah, I'm going to yeah. get cancer. You're going to get skewed. Uh, you just said Taylor Swift oh, can be bought. Oh, like, oh, wow. Fuck already. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, but the larger thing for me was just the attraction of like, oh, if I can just do my business in Singapore, mm-hmm. just do my concert here in mm-hmm. Singapore, I probably earn like less than if I, you know, actually brought my my business elsewhere, my concert elsewhere to every different country, like right? Because you can easily get what nine, ten million per show that you do elsewhere. Mm. But the attraction of just being in Singapore and you know is safe, you know, no political instability and things like that trumps making that amount of money, like. And that's mm. that's what we're trying to build towards, right? Like, right? like what yeah. you said, like this resilience that Singapore is attractive to people in spite of the things that we don't have and all that. Yeah. Like, yeah. Mm. So so essentially. Some entity, I don't know what entity, essentially yeah. paid a premium for Taylor Swift to just be here, yeah, right? And campaign, and don't yeah. don't tour around, right? Yeah. It's easier on you, just stay here, right? And and that's kind of where it is. And then we monetize with our hotels and our airlines, yeah. Yeah. right? Yeah. And so it's like a subsidy to yeah. for tourism. Yeah, it's exactly yeah. Yeah. that's why STB is a is a very wealthy one. Yeah. yeah. A lot of the project, uh, you 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 do all the art for NAC, or no budget one. <laughs> but you talk to STB, STB got budget one. STB yeah, can yeah. make magic happen. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, so yeah. you can imagine, right? The F one uh, thing is gonna end well. Our contract with them. I can't remember. Don't know whether we're gonna renew, right? Maybe this is this is the next thing, lah. Let's let's just focus on concerts in Singapore. Mm. It's mm. in some way like a week long thing. 
Yeah. Uh, you can argue that a lot of people are flying their corporate executives, you know, if a Taylor Swift concert is the only one in Asia. So if if they really manage to do that, do that, that's pretty baller, man. Yeah. And, and just think about it as like getting businesses to come to Singapore, like, right? It's the, the same idea. Yeah. You want them to come here and stay. And yeah, it might be more attractive to go elsewhere. But look at the comfort you have here and everything is so easily accessible yeah. and blah, yeah. blah, blah. That's why, why why bother to go elsewhere? You know, you come here is the best. So, did you stand up and say the pledge while Lawrence Wong was saying that? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, you got do not say. You got do not. Uh, I wasn't watching uh, it yeah, on live stream, yeah, okay, bro. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, yeah. We were commenting on the chat. Like, it's like, huh? Why can like that one? <laughs> so, uh, yeah, yeah. Like the Ang Pao. The Ang Pao is the one that I cannot tahan. That, that $200 Ang Pao through oh, the live stream. There's quite a few that. Ang Pao's being given. Yeah, 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 right, right, yeah, but yeah. specifically, that's $200. Pers- 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 specifically, why? that's why I cannot tahan. Because it's like, it's very, I mean, I know why they do it. Lah. It's like marketing for the MINDEF and NS, right? Uh. You know, it's like, oh, we would like to thank you for your service. You know, this is your 200 Ang Pao. Actually, mm. you can thank many people with this 200 and for all sorts of ways. You can thank all the working mothers, you know, like uh, $200 for you. You can, you know, the 101 ways to, to, to put out this 200 because at the end from the government balance sheet, I'm just going to give $200 to a million plus people. Mm. All right. So there are 101 ways to give out. Right, it's, it does not change the fundamental policies. It does not affect anything in significant mm. ways, mm. right? Mm. But they use it to kind of, you know, paint NS in a better light, lah. No, NS, we care for you, blah blah. blah mm. You know, so so to mm. me, it's like okay, this is a bit uh, a bit marketing, ah, mm. right? But but uh, to be fair, if I'm the government, maybe I would do that also, yeah. right? Ultimately, you decide what you want. What you want to mm-hmm. do, right? So, but that was one thing that I was a bit more annoyed. But, like, but then on the topic of Ang Pao's, uh, I mean, there were, there's a lot more handouts being given also, mm-hmm. like, you know, CDC top up, the USAID vouchers. And online, I've been seeing some uh, people comment, you know, I hate this voucher thing, you know, because the voucher still ultimately leads to spending and shit, increasing inflation. But like, well, what what's your your analysis of that? Like the culture of like, you know, okay, we increase GST, you know, but we give you more handouts. We, give, we do this, but we give you more handouts. Uh, I think it's a few different things, right? Like, uh. inflation is a different topic altogether, mm-hmm. right? Uh, but I'm okay with this. Actually, I don't find it a bad thing, mm. right? To me, it's like, okay, fair. It's actually more more people from the middle, lower will benefit from something like that. Mm. Yeah, so I don't I don't think it's, I don't I don't fundamentally think it's bad, lah, mm-hmm. right? The whole inflation argument, they were a bit questionable. I think because right? like, uh, let's say, I mean, for me, my life SG credits, I think the last time I used it on my buying a TV through Lazada, mm, mm. the one I got last year. So, I mean, in some sense, um, like, th- this one when I saw it, I was like, hey, but what would be an alternative? You know, mm. like, uh, this one, they are trying to help the, yeah, the lower income, maybe lower middle income. Is there an alternative? And that, I don't know. Lah. I think some complaints I saw, like, oh, but you're giving the, the vouchers to the wealthy also. Uh, this is a big debate, you know, whether it's um, means testing or universality, right? This is this is a, the universal schemes versus uh, means tested scheme. This is uh, a big debate. And I, I don't think we need to go. <laughs> it's a very difficult debate, and I'm not I'm not uh, very well poised for uh, for that, lah. But if you want to talk about like you know, helping the lower middle income, I don't think this is the only one. I think the important one that the whole news cycle has essentially forgotten, right, is LQS local qualifying salary. In some way, way it is yeah. a pseudo minimum wage, right? Yeah, the only yeah. people that are spared from it, right? If you think about it, uh, the only people that are spared from this minimum wage, right, are like small businesses like us. Mm. 
You know, mm-hmm. when like two or three of us, we start a business, then when we first start, we got not a lot of money, then we sell Koyo to one of our good friends, yeah. you know, then they work at a subpar minimum wage, yeah, yeah. you know, and then like they grind together with us and we get somewhere, you know, or like your Kopitiam people that, mm. you know, the auntie come and help out on the, on, on the weekend, you know, like mm. your wife, your spouse, whoever kind of support you, you know, then you pay that a bit. That, that time. So these are the small, small business people that will essentially not be affected by this, at least for now. Mm. For almost every other business in Singapore, as long as they hire foreigners, right, they have to set a floor wage for their locals, mm. right? Full timers is three thousand, you know. Uh, hourly workers is ten fifty. Mm. It was nine dollars to ten fifty. That's a fifteen percent increase. Two thousand five to three thousand. That's a twenty percent increase. Mm-hmm. So they are moving the floor quite seriously. You, mm. you, know, you, you mm. get what I'm saying? Mm. Yeah. And and even for all of us, right? Like we are not affected now, right? but if all the big companies do it, right, which they have to. Then that is the new floor. Eventually, we also can yeah. right? Yeah. So that's the reference rate. Right? Hey, other people pay me ten fifty. How can you not pay me yeah. less than ten fifty? So essentially, that is an essential minimum wage. It just has some sort of a caveat to spare some of the rest people. You know, like the smaller businessmen. Yeah, but mm. but it is effectively a minimum wage. So then, why do you think the media cycle did not focus on that? People don't that? understand this thing. It's a bit hard to grapple. Uh. Right, like people only care about the voucher, this thing. I think media care about the share, right? Can share yeah. not easy to share, not, can get viral, not right. So, so that's what the media cares about. But actually, I think this LQS thing is an important, you know, discussion. Wait, so just to step back, uh, the LQS is basically, uh, if you want to hire foreigners, yes, all locals must minimally Minimum, earn yes. three thousand something uh, like yeah, forward, yeah. Uh, yeah. So yeah, what you're saying is that because of that, all the large companies, MNCs, that definitely hire foreigners, of course, will have to pay their locals a minimum, minimum salary. Yeah, and because of that, like in people looking locals looking for jobs, they'll be like, oh, the M- MNC, I can earn this much. Why should I go and work for SME? Mm-hmm. Or why sh- why don't you pay me this much? Uh? Yeah, SME that maybe is even still hiring all uh, locals only. Yeah, yeah. So. Uh, by default, those SMEs will also have to start paying like that. Same in a few minimum. years, lah. Yeah, yeah, in a few yeah. years, when the whole like friend friend premium disappears, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then everybody have to move along. That's a new flaw in the market. Yeah, yeah. Right. Mm. So it's not a direct. You know, everybody can You know, mm. some of the SMEs will have more time to kind of yeah. manage this situation, but yeah. eventually it sets a flaw. Mm. Right. So that is a pseudo minimum wage. So what? Why do you think that's Im- important to talk about? Because based on what you you've set up just now, which is where the Reddit people are talking about, right? Yeah. Like all this voucher handout, we're not helping yeah. the poor, blah blah blah. Because this is the old narrative. Yeah. Right. The old narrative has this like, oh, we cannot take, we cannot like give handouts, blah blah blah. This is the old mm. uh, narrative that PAP set up for themselves, uh, huh? Yeah. Right. But the new narrative is different, right? Since about two three years ago, you really start to see the shift, right? Mm. Okay, you can even argue. Some people say ten years ago start to shift because twenty eleven lost our unit, right? Yeah. That is not important. Either way, mm. the narrative has shifted. Yeah. Right. And at this point in time, um, the minimum wage is the one that is important, uh. Right, yeah, relative I mean. to this handout, handout, handout eventually will disappear. Because yeah. I think policy-wise, yeah. it's always been a pushback against the concept of minimum wage, right? Mm, mm, right, because mm. I think that was debated in parliament. Also, yeah, right? yeah, it was yeah. a big, big Not thing one for time, the opposition, many la, right? Time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So in this, in this, what you're saying is like a pseudo minimum wage. Yeah. Uh, that that is is soon going to affect every business, but it's almost a bit more gradual and not not fully on the nose, la, To mm, do that, mm, right? Yeah, yeah. It's it's mm. more tarik, la. Slowly you get there. Yeah, mm, it's, I think mm. that's that's kind of how you how you think about it. Yeah, and so it's 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 interesting. Mm. Yeah, but it but in the lead up, you know, you said you were preparing for a few months and all. Did you? Well, what in your research kind of actually came across in Lawrence Lawrence uh in in the budget la? Like, is this the LQS something that 
your whatever no, you're it, it didn't. It wasn't oh, it in didn't. our oh. because okay, primarily our audience are middle upper yeah. working professionals. Like the household yeah. income ten plus thousand, twenty thousand type of people. So mm. so we, we try to like focus on focus that, on right. them in terms of content delivery, mm. right? But mm. but I personally care about a lot of these other things, right? Yeah. So mm. when when that came out, I was like, oh, this is very interesting, right? Mm. Because if it's not a new policy, it's just that this LQS has been adjusted. Mm. Right? So what does it mean? Does it mean that it's an admission? by adjusting, by setting up a floor or a pseudo floor wage, it actually does not change prices as crazily as what the government originally feared. Mm-hmm. Right? If not, why you adjust so quickly? Right? Mm-hmm. Or is it because now inflation there's a floor so you just have to keep moving this? Mm-hmm. You know, so I don't know exactly what's their thought process but I just thought it's, it's a very interesting thing mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. that, that everyone should look at it and say, hey, this is a pseudo minimum wage, guys. This is yeah. a flaw. It's setting a flaw. Mm-hmm. Right? It's not just about voucher, voucher, tax and spend, you know. All these are like redistribution. It's a very, yeah, it's a very negative mm-hmm. uh, thought It almost process. feels very short term. Like, yeah, very short it feels term. very short term but in order to do long-term changes, you need to manage short-term pains. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. So I think that's kind of how it is. Oh. So, so do you, so uh, for SMEs, should, there, should this be something that they fear or like, uh, you know, fear that they have to implement higher wages across the board. Like. I don't think it's fear like you accept like this is what this is what it is, bro. Mm-hmm. Right? It's it's uh you, so what if you fear? No choice. This mm-hmm. is just the game. Yeah. Right. That means in the future, as long as you hire foreigners, it's just how it is. Mm-hmm. Right. You just have to pay it this way. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So the government sets the game. You play along. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So in other words, right, from now to then, then you better, faster send your people go and learn programs all these other things. Yeah. La. yeah. Mm. yeah. And and to be fair, when SkillsFuture first came out, right, my thought process was like, oh, this is quite interesting because it essentially helps the SMEs. Mm. Right? All your MNC friends, they are every other day on course one. I always get yeah. email re- re- reply, oh, sorry, I'm on course, two-day course. <laughs> oh, sorry, I'm one-day course. It's like, why the hell you're always on course? Every other month, I get an yeah. auto email reply, right? So MNCs are always investing in their people or, you know, whatever, like it mm. or not. I don't care who spent it, but they are always upgrading, yeah. you know? And even then, I don't think they are they are up to date on everything, right? Sure. But SMEs, when was, you know, it's, it's, it's a bit harder for the SMEs mm. to send their people, you know, like, it, and it's not about the cost fees. It's like, when you send people on cost, right, then hey, nobody's working there. Yeah. Right. MSCs can rotate, ma, right? Yeah. So, so I do think that this whole skills future thing was primarily set up for, for a lot of the SME bosses to be like, hey, no bad, nothing who kind of tarik some of these mm. uh, costs to, mm. to upgrade my guys, right? Yeah. So why not use it? But the yeah. the thing from the company perspective is different from the skills future, right? Because mm. skills future is on an individual level. But there was another thing for companies to... To use the skills future, right? Of their employees. No, no. no uh, there's additional benefit yeah, for, yeah, companies, for companies to, yeah. to essentially... Uh, allow their people to go and to upskill, upskill and, all, and all that right so mm. so yeah so it's two things right? it's not just about getting the company to spend it's also the government saying that okay company you cannot afford to spend I will spend yeah. but you must let your guys to go cool. and learn mm. right mm. so I think that's the the SME narrative or the mentality that has to kind of shift along it's not that the mm. government wants to kill you it's just the market is going to kill you mm. right today you see higher writers I hire a, a GPT right? mm. and they settle mm. everything Mm-hmm. Right, so it's a it's just a different landscape, law. I would say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So, so do you think that the SMEs have since the introduction of Skills Future on that it has lived up to the, what the promise is for SMEs? I don't know. That's why I don't have enough conclusive data. I haven't. I think Skills Future did launch a report. I haven't read the report. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I don't have enough data. But do you feel anecdotally? Do you feel like it's better? I mean, that's the thing, lah. Yeah. I 
barely looked at or touched my skills mm. future stuff. I granted that I'm, you know, running my own business and all these kind of things. Uh, but uh, even when I've actively looked at it, uh, I haven't, at least in our industry at all, I haven't found something that, that has has really clicked for me. But I have anecdotally also know people who have gone for courses and all and then really changed careers. Mm. You know, left yeah, the media industry that, yeah. uh, into data and things like yeah. that now. And quite happy, quite successfully um, pursuing this new line. Yeah. So, I mean, it works for some, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, think, I think, like, uh, same thing I've looked before also, but there's a lot of free content on YouTube mm. that if you want to learn how to do some editing or, or um, you know, even build a website and all. Whether you go for SkillsFuture, I mean, the last time I went, I was like, oh, everything here, it feels a bit dated at mm-hmm. that point. I don't know whether mm-hmm. they have rejigged it. La. I'm guessing now there will be, because SkillsFuture, ultimately, the courses are all run by SMEs, la, a lot of them, la, right? Mm-hmm. And I know certain companies set up companies with the prime basis of doing Service trading. Service SkillsFuture. Yeah, yes, yes, right, yes, yes, right? yes, yes. So I think with this, it's a boom time for them, la, right? Yeah. Uh, especially for companies that want to do AI stuff. Because I can imagine there's going to be a huge demand for AI or a big push for AI courses. Like. I'm, mm. I'm, I'm not sure if it will definitely be a boom because the internet mm. also talk about it, right? I think mm. some some people are saying, oh yeah, you know, this thing are not not useful one. We'll just help all these, uh, you know, uh, course providers. They will make their mm. money, blah, blah, yeah, blah, yeah, blah, yeah, right? Correct, so, correct, correct. But I think the government specifically said that they will scope it tighter, mm. right? As to what does it mean, you know, who are the providers? You know, is it only the you know, uh, Institute of Higher Learnings. Mm, yeah. I think so. I would think so. It's more on that ground. Uh, Not the private I, but SMEs I don't, or Yeah, but I don't know the exact numbers yet. They uh, need to the, avoid the, the production and innovation uh, credit that they had before. And then the oh, fiasco yeah, yeah, they came yeah, up yeah, with. Uh, PCG grant, is yeah, it? No, PIC. No, PIC. Oh, and the guy, one dude used, yeah, he used it for his social escort website uh, to build his social escort website. Are you serious? That where his mother yeah. and his father were employees or something like that. Like, oh, some strange my, ass thing. Know. <laughs> oh, and he got a full grant and everything. Oh, <laughs> the PIC grant was great. Yeah, uh, it was great. Uh, uh, then uh, a few years ago, they canned it. Mm, 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 and that yeah. thing made the news. La. Yeah, okay, no. it is what but, it is. But based on everything you're saying, sounds like you over the weekend you must have were smiling all at Lawrence Wong's budget, all. Uh, I I don't I mean to me it is it is more about okay. So based on this, what is the government telling me that they cannot say openly? Mm. Uh, right, like which government will go and say, oh, we're going to go into recession? Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. it's it's a bit hard, lah, right? Yeah, because yeah. some of these things you say already, it affects the market right, yeah. is even worse, right? You yeah. expedite the problem. So mm. some of these things you cannot say, but you don't just listen to what people say, you kind of listen to, look at what they do, right? Like, yeah. what are the policies that are being set out? So it looks like, yeah, there'll be some of these things, no? so mm. when I thought about this, oh, okay, interesting. Then, the, the, then what about the stuff for like families, you know? You know, like the... Actually, Budget Bib, okay, I mean, uh, if you're, uh, can I plug my show? Yeah, so, yeah, so come to our show and uh, I think Budget Bib, which is uh, Dawn, she's quite famous in the whole like influencer space, right? And she was quite annoyed with like, oh, there's not a lot of mummy things. Mm. I was like, can I every year mummy things? Uh, okay, please control yourself. Yeah, it's like, yeah, there's no mummy things. We got no tax relief. I don't have more kids. I was like, if I give you more tax relief, will you have more kids? Mm, mm-hmm. I'm not sure. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she said, right? So, so there's not a lot of that. I think there's a little bit on the whole like oh childcare mm-hmm. you know kind of bring it down a little bit um, there's something about like special needs kids mm, yeah. you know uh, I think those are good you know but but yeah it's it's like that lot. I don't see a I, seismic shift uh, yeah I guess for her to be fair to mothers also I think last year a lot of mothers were annoyed with the yeah, the, the fact I think they they 
took away the there was a, mother, yeah the, the working mm, mother's credit, yeah. and it made it harder for people who earn a certain income mm, to mm. get it lah. Which uh, I mean, uh, it, to be fully transparent, I think I also helped to craft like a complaint letter to my MP about it lah, mm. on behalf of my wife and all that. Mm, mm. Where basically they were saying like, oh, if you are earning a certain income as a mother already, then you don't get this credit lah. Yeah, yeah. Which is in okay lah, yeah la, Maybe they don't need the credit as much, but it's like. Like what you said about the 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 two hundred dollar angpao thing, like yeah you yeah you can you can you yeah, yeah you want to take from certain group to give to another group, yeah. But why you take from this group of working mothers who already mm-hmm. are feeling the, the the pain like you know yeah. Like there's other groups to take from to give to that that, that no group, and la. and then and then this year actually I vaguely remember don't quote me on this exactly yeah because actually my preparation is already economics ah, but mm-hmm. <laughs> but the social one ah, okay ah, yeah. I vaguely remember that. Uh, that whole credit, right? Yeah, yeah. Essentially, shift to mums in general, whether you're mm. working or not, as long as yeah. you fall below a certain uh, income threshold, yeah, yeah. right? So essentially, it is, it is now taking money from the working professional mummy yeah, yeah. to give to all the other mummy, especially the stay home mummies. Yeah, correct. Mm. Right. So if you think about it. You know, some people are happy, some people are not so happy, lah, right? Yeah, so so I mean they, they mm. are trying to correct the inequality yeah, in society, yeah, yes. Yeah. But I think what the people are saying, like, why correct it within the within the group of work of mummies, like, mm, you know? Mm. Like you can take from another sector of society. Take from who? Uh, whatever lah, like, <laughs> increase tax from No, no somebody will be unhappy, right? Yeah, yeah. Whatever you take from, right? Correct, correct. So yeah. but the thing is that they went out of their way to to take from the the mm. more affluent working mothers, like mm-hmm. you know, and the, I think the complaint is like, what message are we sending about being a successful, capable working mother, mm-hmm. Uh Yeah, it's obviously the amount of money is not the the issue, but it's just like the principle, of like okay, how do you fair. value, how do you, what do, you, what, why, why do you see that all these working mothers are getting too much, and then take from them, and then give give to their group, like you should give to their group, but where do you take from that? That's the big question, no? Fair, fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so I, I, that's where I see that uh, mothers maybe they feel last year the, the hangover they felt aggrieved yeah, that, right? yeah. so this and year they were this looking, year they're for like looking for ah, like, nothing totally that's like very minuscule this, this year's speech very short <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah but it's interesting because shorter speech actually got a lot of stuff inside also, this yeah, time yeah. was typically shorter, is it? I feel like it's shorter. I don't know. Or maybe because uh, my whole my whole group of guys was watching together. So, <laughs> yeah, so it was fun. Nah, it, yeah, was yeah, fun yeah, it was more, more fun. Yeah, yeah. So, but I, I did feel like, oh, one and a half hours. Not very long, uh, this speech. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but then there, there was also a lot of things about CPF. Like some big oh, changes yeah, to that CPF. Is big, that's big. Which has pissed off a bunch of people. On the internet. Right? On the internet. Yeah, internet, on the internet. People always piss one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> correct, correct. So, so maybe you can, can give some context about that. So essentially, um, they're removing the SA, right? Ah. Special account, no more, right? So um, Only for people above 55 lah? No, no, no. I don't think it's for people above 55 only. It's even, it's everybody will have none of this. Oh, right? okay. It's just that okay. it, it only affects you when you're 55. I see, I see. Right? Got it, got only it. when you're 55, then the RA will appear. Woo, retirement ah, account, okay. right? Yeah. So, okay, okay. so it's, it's not about, it's not about uh, which age, okay? But ah, in general, okay. they're removing this structure, right? So no more special account, only mm. retirement account, right? So what a lot of the people online are unhappy is they can no longer practice this thing called CPF shielding, mm. right? Which essentially what, what people do is they'll buy some sort of an investment, right? Uh, be, right before they turn 55. So they park everything into their account then after that they sell it and then they credit all the money into special account so while the retirement account give you X amount of interest the special account also give you X amount of interest which is higher than OA 
mm, which is right. like four plus percent. Yeah, four plus percent. Uh. So to a lot of people, it's like, wow, we found a hack, right? Uh. Like, oh, we're gonna get four percent from the government, you know? And then now the government say, okay, we're, we're gonna can this, right? No more, mm. right? And then yeah, but I, but I, I, I won't say I'm surprised, you know, but I'm like, okay, I, I kind of get it because the government is trying to do more CPF life, ah. Uh. Mm-hmm. Right, so CPF life is like the main thrust they are moving away from the old system you know where you can just draw whatever you want to draw you know that type of thing mm-hmm. right so everything will be a CPF life structure so as CPF life becomes more and more certain you know mm-hmm. the government like oh, okay this one can rely upon then likelihood you will see more and more uh, money put into CPF life which is a a pure annuity program that means every month you will get X amount of money from CPF mm-hmm. all the way until you die Mm, yeah mm. and then the re- the remaining that's re- that's left in the account will still pass down to the next generation so it's what mm. we call annuity program la. oh mm. which is something that has been around uh, it's been around I think since 2011 don't mark my words but but it's it's been more I think more than 10 years away, yeah. okay mm. so that means the, the group that is pissed off are the people who were banking on this like almost guaranteed 4 plus percent interest yeah, I would say it's the it's the more it's the people that will listen to me. Yeah, uh, that part of uh, the there's this one M sixty five movement. Oh yeah, right? yeah, 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 yeah. One million by sixty five. Yeah, yeah. So essentially, that is their whole. It's important to them because it's, <laughs> it's part of their whole movement, right? Mm, uh, How do you get one million at sixty five? Of course, you accumulate and then you like invest somewhere and then you accumulate and then you know that there's a structure to this thing. So essentially, they are playing with the whole like investing with your CPF and then exit into the uh, special account, you know? So you kind of accumulate from there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If not, if you just do the very simple plain vanilla thing, you're supposed to invest, you, you, you contribute. There's a max amount there how much you can contribute in your CPF. Mm. Right? So that's just, that's just a game. La. So, yeah. but it was a, sh- it sounds like it was a shock to them. La. It's a shock right? because you lose that 4%. La. So yeah. now you got to figure out, you know, because now you're no, it's no longer there. Then you, this, the 4% is no longer there. So in other words, your next best choice is the OA, which is the 2.5%. Mm-hmm. Right? Then meanwhile, you got to figure out la, how to, how to make more make that 1.5%. Then you start to see all these uh, other brands uh, start to do the ads all flooding the internet. It's like, oh yeah, in order to get the 4%, you can buy this. You oh, can the do ads that. Are, yeah, the ads all are flying already, around. Yeah. Yeah. Then we, we did a post and you see all these agents sharing the post. And it's mm. like, CPF shooting is dead. Contact me. Oh, is it? <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, yeah. And you, the usual corporates are there. I will not name names, but but it's all, it's all it, it becomes like, a, wow, suddenly there's a pool of money that you know, on some level, because of CPF changing policy, it unlocks, like. right? And then like all these agents and all these brands are going around trying to capture that money. Mm. Yeah, I would tell people just relax, huh? relax first. You know, let those things settle down. You know, let your brain settle down. So, so what other kind of ads have you seen pop up? Primarily that law. I think that's the primary one. Mm. Yeah, because if you think about it, there's a few hundred thousand per person that suddenly open up you know yeah, yeah so yeah. you as an agent you go in you you, you close them you get a management fee 0.5% mm. uh, which is a lot 0.5% accumulated uh, over a period of time yeah yeah so it's a it's a boom time for, yes, for yes, a lot of financial time. guys yeah. over the weekend uh, yes, like, yeah, pretty yeah, much. yeah yeah wow. I mean, pretty much I mean I'm assuming even the for property because you said there's that band shifting right mm. there would mm. be some agents where I assume like before your band shifts to this or something like that no, no, that one is based on annual value. It's nothing to do with the transaction price. So annual value uh. is tied to what the government thinks your property is worth every year if you rent out. Yeah. yeah. So I think it's under IRAS. I think I'll say IRAS or HDB, one of them will is managing this number. Mm. Yeah. Uh, but I see, I see. but uh, it's a black box. Uh, nobody knows exactly what's the formula inside. Because Ooh, I mean, right. I would assume that that 
has I mean you can look at the market rental rate mm. so this annual value comes it's from it's usually comes a bit lower than the market rental yeah mm-hmm. it's a bit lower yeah so I got there no? I see yeah so that's what everybody will say lah. yeah but as to exactly what's inside no one knows yeah, uh, so it's what we think. Uh, what I call a black box. Uh, yeah. So, so what are some of the things that, I mean, you mentioned just now that the media has uh, missed the LQS or focus, right? Mm. What else do you think are some important parts of the budget that is maybe not giving enough attention or people are not thinking about enough? Uh, I think from a layman's perspective, yeah. it's... Thanks, Reggie. Oh, sorry. No, cut, <laughs> okay, so, yeah, I think I think just from the usual, like, you know, every Singaporean's like us, right? It's primarily just that and the skills future thing. Mm. Yeah, I think that's just the 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 main things. La. But if you want to talk about like from an industry perspective, from like government trying to invest, uh, put some money to stimulate the economy, then I think the whole like change the internet speed one important. La. Right, mm. so that was like five billion in in over the course of five years. Mm. Right, so there's a billion every year into changing internet cables, and mm. if you put it through the banking system, because these type of things is, I spend on you, you spend on the next person, the pers- next person spend on the next person, so you outsource, 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 right? Yeah. So when that happens, actually, the net economic impact could be like ten billion. Yeah. Right. So it can kind of make up for it. Let's say there's a slight recession, maybe there's a 0.5% recession. This thing can easily make up for it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Just because government spend on infrastructure is smart lah, because nowhere else to build. <laughs> it's like mm. what, what what you want to build? Right. Last time can build buildings, uh, build that. It's, it's a very it's very Singapore thing. And I do agree with this structure because you don't want the economy to, you know, have a big tank. It will affect a lot of people. I mean, it's like right. you look at houses in the US, you know, mm. like sometimes summer or any place where there's land, I want to build a new garage. Mm. I want to build an extra room in the house. Yeah. Singapore, you can't do that shit. Yeah, you can't do that So you upgrade internet. Yeah. Reclaim, reclaim more land. Yeah. Isn't it? East Coast. Oh, no, as in as an individual level. Because oh, yeah. yeah. some people you see right abroad, they make TikTok videos saying, yeah. oh, over the past few months, we just built this extra room and yeah, extension yeah, of house. Yeah, yeah, what yeah. the fuck? Yeah, yeah. You so, want to do it right. Yeah, but you'll be awesome. But, but you can't. Yeah, so then you change internet. Change TV, change curtain, change blinds. I would say in the past few years, it will probably be the MRTs mm, that was mm, a big part of the infrastructure development and yeah. now there's the port and all that right also mm. developing uh, but yeah this internet is an add-on no? right? mm. so it's about 5 billion over the next 5 years yeah another thing that I thought after we talked about this I thought there was one more thing that was quite interesting mm. essentially Lawrence went on a long spiel to say this whole like green thing right mm. it's not gonna work <laughs> mm. <laughs> at least at this point in time right like, like he allocated they allocated money for LNG terminal. Liquid, liquid mm. fight nitrogen gas, right? Mm. Or something like that. Yeah, LNG terminal. Singapore has one LNG terminal, right? And they are building another one, mm. right? So, what does that mean? It means they're going to use more natural gas, right? Mm. Also means that they want to de-risk on, on that, right? The uncertainty a bit because you just rely on one terminal, ma. It's very hard. Yeah, and then he went on a long spiel around like, oh yeah, we want to be green, we want to be sustainable, but we got no place for wind turbines, we got no place for like, you know, solar farms, all that. And then all the other sources at this point in time, efficacy is still question mark. That's essentially what he said, right? Mm -hmm. And then he put money to build energy terminal. (laughs) So it's like, essentially, he indirectly said that this green thing, uh, we want to do it, but Maybe not so, not to the level that you are thinking of. Ah. Mm. You know what I mean? Because mm. uh, it's a loose money venture. Mm. Yeah, mm. And nobody wants to do a loose money venture. And this has my reading to it. Ah. I see. Mm. I mean, the uh, same thing. Lah. Like we all, in the spring cleaning that we did before Chinese New Year, same problem again. We 
we think like we have this big pile of stuff that we want to recycle and all that. Mm. End up like we still can't find a proper place to really <laughs> recycle our shit properly, like, right? Yeah. And it's very frustrating because every year it's been like that and we're like, what year is this again? Like, what? It's not 2015, 2016, yeah, 2017. Because we're told essentially, oh, these kind of things you cannot put in the blue yeah, bin. You cannot, yeah. There's a oh, big, there's a big, blue bin? Yeah. yeah. There's a recycling bin here, but you can, you can, only, you can only have this and cardboard, this. Cardboard, only cardboard. This. Yeah, it must be folded. Up, but everything else cannot. Then we're like, okay. We like, set up a bin again. just for folded cardboard. Pretty much. <laughs> yeah. That's what it's become. Yeah. No, because I think the recycling, just like anecdotally, like what uh, I've, I've heard... Um, uh, or I think even CNA did some doc- no maybe not CNA basically Singapore the recycling plants are not robust enough to be able to differentiate or pull out certain parts that are contaminating the recyclables oh. so the moment there's one batch that has like a drink with like some food immediately the whole batch is thrown out that's mm-hmm. why for a long time there were countries that were exporting stuff to China to recycle because mm-hmm. there the plants are like I think you got one Tissue paper, you sneeze in, they can take out or something like that. I, I think don't China think it's said, plants, I think it's people. <laughs> oh yeah, that's, 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 <laughs> yeah, that's people, plants full of pulling people. Pulling those things yeah, out, right, you know, right, it's right. not like some, I, when we say plant, it's like, well, matcha, I think orto, right? Yeah, 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 like, yeah, it's just people. Tissue paper can suck out. It's, yeah, like, it's just people. No, yeah. bro, it's just people, it's just right? People. And China has since ended that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's why Singapore, like the recycling thing, yeah, it's something we kept facing. And even personally, household-wise, I know some places that some people stay uh, I've seen before there also that the blue bins just get put together with the in the green bin truck. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think I've seen those. Yeah, which is, huh, like, eh, I thought that's recycle. Eh, and, but yeah. like no le. Yeah, you do your part, you know, like to yeah, fucking yeah. rinse your milk carton, make sure got no milk. You put it, then you go into the green bin truck. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So maybe for Singapore, yeah, like uh, uh, to invest fully in that bit tough. I don't know, but yeah, I didn't pick that up. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But so overall, like when you see Lawrence Wong doing this. Like, uh, what kind of in- confidence does it inspire? Like, how is this? How is this presentation of everything? La? Was it was it prime ministerial? Hmm. I think it's same with Jameis, right? When you first see him, it's like, wow, this guy quite cool, ah. Huh? Mm-hmm. After you see him, was like, oh, okay, lah. So it's all expectations adjustment, right? Oh, so okay. when you first hear like Lawrence made a very big speech about two three years ago, it's like, wow, hey, this yeah. guy can make a good speech, ah. Mm-hmm. But now it's like, okay, he made a speech. Yeah. You know, like, you're expected like that, ma. And that's the difficulty of, like, stardom, right, essentially, mm-hmm. right? Your next hit, your next hit, what's your next hit, right? Yeah. So same, la, as a as a politician that needs to win votes, ah. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just it's just like that, la. But you weren't taken up by his slow-mo TikTok that he released on Friday of him walking to... My guys told me to parody. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I saw that, I'm like... Yeah, I was like, bro... I don't know, man. Yeah. That one feels a bit... I did not... I, I just mm. felt like, like, it was... It's something going on on the path of, like, uh, how you say uh, glamorizing the politician la, mm, which I don't mm, really like mm, 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 mm. Uh. but you know it's the reality of voting right so mm. if you work in this must be cool la, is it yeah you must have some you know appeal right so yeah he has chosen that path la. Mm, or at least yeah. his comms team have chosen that path la. Yeah. but do you all think it was his Valentine's Day gift to Singapore his budget <laughs> did, he, did he use the word last year what? last, last year, year, last year but not this year right yeah yeah Valentine's Day is February 14th you celebrate it after it's no longer Valentine's Day last year budget was before Valentine's Day before before I mean Valentine's Day month Terrence still Valentine's Day month man this guy like that's the what people who didn't celebrate Valentine's Day then they say oh no it's lost the whole month but I must say last Friday on the day of the budget I recouped the Valentine's Day that I did not celebrate on Wednesday Friday night nice 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 yeah yeah awesome but I mean generally 
So, so like, um, from what you see online, like, what's your take on how people are reacting? I mean, online people is always crazy, right? Like, the uh-huh. reaction is always, like, very intense. Angry, right? like, is it? Yeah. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it can be ang- more often angry. Like. Mm-hmm. But it's always very intense. Right? So, I'm not, I'm not particularly surprised uh, mm. by their reaction. But, yeah, I think we're trying to, like, as we do this, we're all trying to kind of like dig deeper. So like, what does this mean? What is mm. this? You know, mm. I think I, I seek for the clarity rather than, than the high. Ah, okay, right? Okay, so okay. I think that's kind of where, where so, I hope to go. Do I, this, people saying this is the chapter one of Forward Singapore. Is, do you see this as like the re- remodeling of the Singapore's future and everything? I think, yeah. I think some level. Yeah. Mm. Although at first, at first after I listened, it's like, eh, where's the remodeling? Mm-hmm. Right, but after you think, think you sit down and think a little bit more about it. Oh yeah, now it's okay to study again. Mm-hmm. You know, they, and it's not a one-off thing. It's not like oh, this is only these two years, ah. Huh? You know, like every time when the economy is not so good, then there'll be like oh, this one voucher to do yeah, this yeah, thing, yeah. this thing to learn that thing. You know, but but this is like a structure. Mm-hmm. They're setting up an ecosystem around it, right? So, mm-hmm. you know, and I think yeah, you know, it's, it's it's on some level you can say that this is a new phase, lah. Mm-hmm. Right, so this is quite cool. Yeah, parents for for you. Uh, I mean, uh, I think this. I mean, partially this is uh, you know, look at the larger picture of all the discussions we're having about budget transparency, uh, the transparency about our reserves and all that. I I think uh, and like the a bit of a pivot lah, right, from the last couple of years where he's really talking about okay, we need to cure inequality in Singapore and all. Mm-hmm. Now it's like what you say lah. Is I think it's a lot of it's about the individual. What can an individual do to make yourself more attractive for a global economy? Mm. And less so about, you know, all the businesses, this, businesses, that, you know. But it's really you as an individual, you kind of need to take re- that responsibility for your own career. Uh, you know, because AI, we don't know where that's going and all the uncertainty in the world, we don't know where's, where that's going. But yeah, here's some here's something to help you along the way. La, yeah. Right? Rather than bet on the next hub, we bet on you. La, yeah, yeah. On yeah. some level, right? In some way, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some way. yeah. yeah you gotta be blind to not see that AI is a, it's yeah, gonna be a yeah, thing, yeah. La, right? So yeah, go and study that if you if you can. La. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. You? I think for me, I mean, previously, like the past years, I remember that whole uh sentiment or narrative that, you know, there are two Singapore's, right? Mm. Uh it was always like, okay, what can we do for the wealthy to help the not so wealthy. Mm. Whereas this time, I also did feel like, okay, it's not just talk. Like, um, I was thinking like, let's say if I'm in a mid-career switch or I just got laid off, actually hearing those kind of things are quite, uh, maybe encouraging. Yeah, mm. quite cool. Yeah, yeah. quite quite, quite cool. Yeah. And it's less about, okay, we take from the rich and we give you. Nah, you go figure out. Which is why I think the handouts, maybe sometimes too much handouts, it really feels like you're just giving. Mm. But uh, this one, it's like what, you know what I'm saying? If you, if you give a man a fish, you feed him for a day. If you teach <laughs> a man to fish, fish, yeah. In some way, like the, the, the structural stuff that they propose, yeah, I found it quite encouraging. And it felt like in some ways addressing inequality without being so like, okay, there are rich people, there are not so rich. Yeah. We need to take money from rich and give it to the poor. Mm-hmm. To be fair, I don't think I don't think the PAP is the one that came out with the narrative, right? The two Singapore's. Yeah, no, two no, Singapore, it wasn't. It was mentioned by Pritam, Pritam, right? Yeah, yeah. so Pritam yeah. is the one that, that pushed it, right? Yeah, you and know? I mean, it's something that you do feel, uh, yeah, you know, sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. So, so in sometimes case, you go to like 
katong, you go to Holland V. Yeah, like, like, eh? What the hell? Huh? No wonder they all like Singapore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, well, Singapore is amazing. Singapore like, awesome. Where do you stay? Huh? Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. Bukit Timah. Oh, okay. yeah. I know. Singapore is amazing. Yeah, Singapore yeah, is yeah, fucking yeah. amazing. Uh, Tampines welcomes you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, where's that? Can, uh, where's, oh, where's that? Oh, oh near wow. the airport. Oh, wow. wow. Yeah. So yeah. French, huh? Yeah. Correct. So, yeah. So, I mean, in general, okay lah. Like, like, uh, uh, Quite quite encouraging lah. Yeah, huh? yeah, yeah. So you encouraged the Yeah. I, I mean I was expecting stuff to be a bit more like like to hammer home again the two Singapore's thing, but I didn't feel that as much as I thought. Yeah, not so be. defensive. Uh, not so defensive. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah, mean yeah. he's trying to hammer down the two Singapore, right? Essentially. He's trying to not fix talk it. about it, fix oh, it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Correct, correct. Softer, Without right? saying it like Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. And and to be fair, you cannot every budget also text the rich, right? Yeah, yeah correct. Yeah, correct, correct. The rich uh, are very mobile. They can yeah. go send their kids mm. to London a few years later, get citizenship, whole family shift. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, there are many cases like that, right? Yeah, so, true, so the the rich is very mobile. So you want to like not so fierce, ah, tarik tarik mm. a bit, you know? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But oh, cool, yeah. man. Cool, man. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. So I mean, we always come to this segment. Uh, I mean, you're familiar with it. The one shot thing. thing. Uh, one you came prepared, thing. Or not? Yeah, yeah. I didn't give you the heads up before oh, we shit. recorded. I, I don't know. Never mind, never mind. We, like, yeah, we can yeah, go yeah. first. Okay, you go first. You, you, you can, our you thing or what's my one shot okay. thing? A few minutes. Hmm. Uh, yeah, you got your one shot thing? Uh, my one shot thing is actually uh, last week. Uh, I mean, I'm a, I'm, I, I was always a fan of wrestling like, in the old days, up to the 2000s. But more recently, I just look at it as a business and the personalities involved. And uh, last week, The Rock, uh, you know, the last couple of weeks, uh, The Rock. Dwayne Johnson, right, has come back in a big way to the wrestling business. He became a board member of the TKO, the public company that owns WWE and UFC. And he also got involved in the, the biggest storyline in the in the business, um, which was basically the main event at WrestleMania uh, mm. between Cody Rhodes. Oh my Rhodes. God, WrestleMania. Yeah, Cody Rhodes and, and Roman Reigns. Right? So he got involved and, uh, you know, a lot of the fans got, a couple of weeks ago, they went nuts because they were so angry. They were like angry that The Rock was just inserting himself as the new board member of the of the company into the storyline and not letting the storyline play out like how it's supposed to be. Although, although it's all scripted, lah, right? But people still wanted to see certain kinds of uh, rivalries and stories play out. And it just seemed like The Rock was just being like inserted because he's The Rock, lah, right? And because he's now a board member. But I think last week, they finally just... Uh, they, they finally unveiled the direction that how Rock is going to come into the story. La. And basically, they're making the Rock the bad guy. La. They're turning him heel la, in, so, in wrestling parlance. Uh, when you turn heel, it's like when you start, you know, uh, scolding the crowd, you know, making fun of them and all these kind of things. So, the Rock came back and did a promo where he where basically just essentially laid out that he's going to be like the bad guy for this whole thing. And he came out to a crowd in Utah and started to make fun of the crowd in Utah about Mormonism, about about uh, having 50 wives and stuff like that. Oh, is it? And it was fucking great because it's The Rock. Like, The Rock is a bad guy. It was like, it's gold. Like, it's fantastic. Like. So mm-hmm. the internet just went wild again. Like They're like, yes, this is what everyone needed. Like, like the, They needed a rock to come back as The Rock and not Dwayne Johnson, the actor, oh, yeah. the most famous guy on the internet. And he came back and he's just like shitting on everyone and and talking about slapping the, the herpes of people's faces and stuff. <laughs> so, I mean, we've not had that since like the 2000s. Uh, they call it like the Attitude Era, uh, right? So, oh, it's it just such a great uh, callback to that whole time when, when wrestling was not PG-rated and people were just like talking shit to each other and all. 
So yeah. Because yeah, I saw clips of him being booed previously. Yeah. This was at that event or? Uh, this was when they first like showed that The Rock was going to come in and, uh, and, and you know become like the main event at WrestleMania. And The Rock has the last 10 years has been like the famous good guy that, that comes in and you know he's oh he's a big actor in Hollywood but he's he loves wrestling he loves the fans he's so great everyone loves him. So everyone just got I think everyone sick over the years was yeah. sick of that really the good guy thing. Uh, and now he's come back and just just taking over the role of the bad guy lah. And it's just so fun to watch. Actually, huh? that does sound fun because The Rock over the past few years almost is a bit too good, really. Yeah. Even outside of wrestling. Yeah. Uh, Trying the In-N-Out Burger for the first time nonsense. Yeah, 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 yeah buying yeah. his mom a house. Yeah, you know, yeah. I'm like, dude, okay, yeah, good, good, good for you. Yeah. But Leave that for Mr. Beast, right? Yeah. That's right. <laughs> yeah. No, but that's cool. So he's still going to be the main fighter in that main event. No, I don't think so, but he's going to be part of the storyline as the, the bad guy in the storyline. Oh, so they solid. call it Hollywood Rock. La. That's what the, the parlance is in wrestling. Like, you know, there's the good rock and then there's the Hollywood rock. Hollywood rock is the bad guy. Like. Oh. And uh, this off the back, I don't even know, like, but like the the founder of, or, or the, the boss of WWE for a long time, Vince McMahon, McMahon recently yeah. had some crazy, crazy allegations about like uh, rape and like sexual harassment of employees in WWE come up. Like. So there was a, there's been this tension that of like, uh, you know, like, uh, are more people going to be uncovered as having covered up his actions in WWE? So it was just, corporate-wise, there was a lot of bullshit to deal with. And it seems like this, like, they thought, maybe they thought you know, inserting the rock in there might distract everyone. Uh. Mm. And it has, it has, you know. So that, that's why it's interesting. You look at it from, like, the larger business thing and the personalities and the storylines and how it all blends together. Uh. So yeah, if you, if you just want to watch like, a good, like, promo like a stand up, like a stand up set. Uh. Fucking great, yeah! It was really like great, uh, yeah. Oh, awesome. Uh, uh, mine is some way related to what we were talking about our budget. Uh, in the world of AI, uh, because mm-hmm. uh, last week, uh, I mean, everyone knows ChatGPT. Everyone knows OpenAI, the company behind ChatGPT. Uh, previously, OpenAI released Dali, which was their text to image, uh, uh, um, uh, AI uh, model. Uh. You can, and it generates some pretty, pretty amazing images. La. So last year, they re- last week, they released their video equivalent, where what they say is just through a text prompt, it can generate up to a video of, uh, a minute of AI-generated video. La. And if you go to the website, they have these demos, which they claim it is not edited, it is not manipulated, it is just the output from uh, one line of a prompt. La. And the videos are fucking insane. La. Um, and of course, if you look at it in general, I mean, some of the prompts are like a stylish woman walking around the streets of Tokyo clad in black. Um, and you look at it, it, it feels, okay, it's, it's hyper-realistic, it, but you can still differentiate. It, it looks like almost very good CGI you would see in a movie. Like. Of course, you can see certain things with fingers uh, when they have close-ups of fingers. Apparently, AI doesn't do well with fingers. <laughs> um, yeah, so you can see there's one video of like this grandmother blowing out a cake and a candle and yeah, the, the flames are all a bit skewed and there's one lady in the background when she waves, her fingers are always changing. Like. So I think it it's mind-blowing. And when I first saw it, I thought, okay, this is some prank or parody. Like. But I think as much as like it might not totally replace film or Hollywood, just looking at how much it has progressed in one year, right? Because last year, I think one famous video that was went made around was Will Smith eating spaghetti generated by AI and it was shit. La. So in one year, it reached this level and it's just, I think, important for everyone to just look at how fast it's progressing. La. Because, yeah, it might not remove the need for actors yet. Hopefully, it never does. But anyone who needs like B-roll or in 
in the business of taking stock videos, you know, selling stock videos or even drone shots. Like uh, in an ad where you need two to five seconds of like a, an amazing looking village, you look at it, you're like, oh shit, it's it's changing the yeah. the moving images thing. Like, and it's, it's mind-blowing. Like I showed you a few videos before this also. It's crazy. It is crazy. So just interesting to just keep aware. Like. A, lot, a lot of debates <laughs> online, like, like yeah. cinematography, Reddit and all that. Mm. People saying, yeah, some people going nuts about it. Some people like, oh, you know, don't need to be so kanchong. Like. Mm-hmm. So I remember one funny comment. I was like, the guy was like, um, uh, I, I'm not worried about my job because, you know, I shoot corporate, I shoot events, like, right? Mm-hmm. I, do, I shoot live mm-hmm. events and all that. And people are like, oh, you, know, you think that you, you don't have to be worried. What kind of events do you shoot? Uh, I shoot uh, Asian women walking down a, an Asian metropolis at night with the, with rain. <laughs> Isn't <laughs> so that exactly like, what the, exactly what what the, the video is doing? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, people are just shitting on how like this is, yeah, but what we're seeing is some very specific examples yeah, of, yeah, yeah. that we don't really know the full Extend context of, of what you can yeah, do yet. Like, you know, and be, yeah. Probably, yeah, la, so so no need to be so kanchong, la, everyone, mm-hmm. is what they're, they're saying. Yeah. yeah, but then you think about it, like for a while, people were uh, downplaying ChatGPT and like, oh, it will never replace this. But everyone who has interacted with ChatGPT, to a certain extent, it blows you away, la, yeah, right? Yeah. Of course, there's all these prompts. So for, for anyone to say, oh, it's not a threat, yeah, maybe it's not a threat right now, but I think it's important to know, oh, shit, this was what, you look at where it was one year ago, where it is now, it's just something to bear in mind. La. Yeah, something to bear yeah, in mind. Yeah, fair, fair. Yeah, yeah. yeah. so interesting. La. Sora AI. Nice. What about you, Reggie? Oh, yeah. I uh, I will just plug my event. Sure. <laughs> hey, hey. Your one-shock thing. Hey, alama, bro. Hey. No, no, sorry. No, you no, can no, plug your okay, event. Okay. You still need a one-shock thing. Oh, uh, we cannot shit. change the rules. Okay, the rules thing. of the game. One-shock yeah. thing. Now, I plug my event first. Sure, sure, my sure. Yeah, okay. So, please come on the 23rd of March. TFC is having our first financial wellness festival. Yeah, I think mm. it's 23rd of March. Huh? Right, you can uh. check, our, <laughs> check our website. You, you get the details. We hope to see you there. We'll talk about retirement. Talk about how to manage your money as a couple. All that jazz, right? Mm. So, good stuff. Come for the event. Yeah, and Harish, let me plug one. So, okay. Yeah, approved. and we can put a link in the show notes. Yeah, put yeah. in the show notes. Okay, so come come for the event. 23rd of March. Mm. Uh, one short thing, ah. Uh, Okay, I'm not always on the internet, uh, to 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 mm. to be fair. But I think it's quite shook that over the past two days, I've been bumping into a lot of old friends. Mm. Yeah, like for some reason, like like on, online. No, on on the streets. On the streets. Okay. Like, yeah, I just bumping into a lot of old friends, like two oh. or three of them, and it just feels oddly nice. But how's oh. it? But how's it happening? Is just random. Or? It's just random. Like I, while while I was coming to Phil, I was yeah, walking yeah. to them. I think I bumped into old friends. I said, like, eh? Oh, and you just chit chat, very low stakes style of conversation. Okay. How have things been? Blah, blah blah. And then like quickly escalated. Like, How are you doing? Blah uh-huh. blah. And it felt like one of those conversations where, if you had more time, you would just sit down and then you know oh. we can continue for coffee like that. Yeah. Uh, so maybe I'm in that phase of life, I guess. Uh-huh. You know where you're kind of nostalgic on some of the old going stuff. back to like yeah. the, the yeah. authentic yeah. conversation, like when you were kids, uh, right? So it's just really nice, all. So it's your it's your one joke thing, basically telling people uh, don't use the internet so much. Go out there, yeah, nah, stop watching people. WWE. Yeah. And <laughs> Actually, like, you know, sorry, already like that's very sweet, but <laughs> yeah. it still doesn't fulfill the requirements of a one joke. Wait, so it's the requirements of a one joke <laughs> thing? It's not just a one joke thing that you enjoy. Okay, it okay, must okay. be something other people can enjoy also. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it wasn't <laughs> was oh, an article shit. that oh, you. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Uh, one shock thing I did okay also along the same vein I caught up with a friend and then we went to the National Gallery ah okay uh, right and the aircon is good but okay true, <laughs> that, that true. aside aircon is very good but 
I've never been to the National Gallery like upstairs. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. I was just outside there. Always a lot of people there. I just I just walked away. Yeah. But I went in. It's free for Singaporeans. You know, you don't need to spend a single cent. And uh, yeah, the exhibits were quite interesting. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. But but a bit a bit too artifacty for me. Like the exhibits. Like I don't totally get what it's trying to say. Yeah. Trying to say, but I think the overall. Experience. The vibe, yeah, the vibe was really nice. And it's and a beautiful building. Like it's beautiful, yeah. very nice. You know the courts, everything. Yeah, it's, mm. it's just I never knew yeah, it yeah. was there. We we have yeah. actually even like uh presented and we we've like sort of given commentary at a gallery before for visitors. Serious? Yeah. Where where oh yeah where essentially we walk through a gallery and just like like live just talked about what we were seeing and all that with the curator lah. The curator lah. With yeah. a museum curator. So yeah, it also amazed us like. Oh, we all have all this. Yeah. But very few people know about it. And actually it's it's fun to just spend the night there. Like. And that yeah. was when we first yeah. we did our first live event also, which yeah, showed yeah, up yeah, yeah. at National Gallery. Yeah. Serious? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They invited us to do like a half hour comedy thing and we're like, let's record a podcast and it sold out. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, awesome. Yeah. yeah. So I, I really like the place. Like like it, it it made me feel like, oh, this could be a new place. Mm. Like I could hang out here more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So yeah, really like it. Please check See, it out. Well done on a good one shot. Awesome, thing. right? One shot. What a pivot, man. Yeah, yeah what a hard pivot. Yeah. yeah. First yeah. one was just inward looking. First yeah, one, plug yeah. your event. Really? Yeah, yeah. Alama, looking. Then like that. Then about yeah. something you experience. Yeah, yeah. Also it's not, nothing to do with so friends. Not, yeah. okay, okay. Well okay, done. Okay. Very awesome. Great. Thank you. I approve But thank you so much for joining us, man. Thanks. And if people want to find out more about what you do, where would be the best places to find you? I mean, Instagram, if if you just want to care about our work, right, just go to the Financial Coconut, the website, Instagram, YouTube channel, Spotify, Apple. TikTok. Yeah, all those things yeah. are everywhere, la, pretty much, right? Yeah, but if you want okay. to connect with me on a professional level, I think LinkedIn will be best. Mm. Uh, okay, right? cool. Yeah, so that's it. Awesome. Yeah. Cool. Uh, yeah. Awesome. Uh, thanks. Awesome. Thanks, thanks for listening, everyone. That's our inaugural thing, yeah. Every year we do this. Eh, no, not inaugural. Uh, not inaugural. It's, like, it's our yearly annual. affair. Annual, annual yeah, affair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Our pilgrimage. Yeah. Financial cool. pilgrimage. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, thanks for listening, everybody. And we'll talk to you all soon.